Good morning to you all, and thank you for tuning in to The Week That Was. I am your humble yet precocious host, Joe Palmasano, joined in studio by an exceptional team of Sean Gilbert, Dave Sheets, J. David Ress, all here to entertain and inform you on this beautiful November morning. I have to tell you, uh, there was a car in the ditch that slid off the road, Interstate 77, down the hill, right by the strip. There was another car turned, a truck turned completely around uh, against the wall on 77. So, when you're out today, be careful. Slow down a bit. It's a little bit rough out there. But it's beautiful nonetheless. Unlike the divisions in this country, uh, we are one here in our mission. Joined at the hip. Marching in unison for the next three hours. That was kind of over the top, don't you think, Sean? Probably was. Yeah. So what happened on this date in history? The first one is very important to what's coming up on the show. What is going on tomorrow? In 1918... A Western Union cable office in North Sydney, Nova Scotia, received a top-secret coded message from Europe stating that on November 11th, 1918, all fighting would cease on land and sea and in the air, which brought us Armistice Day and ultimately Veterans Day, which will be 100 years ago tomorrow. 100 years. In 1989, Germans began demolishing the Berlin Wall. Remember that? And on a lighter side, on this date in 1969, Sesame Street premiered on PBS. 1969. What an iconic show. I think every kid in the world watched that. That was pretty amazing. As I stated, uh, tomorrow marks the 100th anniversary of the official end of World War I. It is estimated that a total of both civilian and military casualties was estimated to be around 37 million people. 37 million people, they say, died between civilians and military in World War I. The end of the Great War was celebrated as Armistice Day and wasn't changed to Veterans Day until 1954 after yet another world war changed the focus. To mark this day and honor all who have served, we are honored to have in studio the Stark County Veteran of the Year, John Lay. He will be here at 9 o'clock. He will be honored in a ceremony tomorrow. John served our country in the Vietnam era, was a graduate of Lehman High School, and was discharged from the Army as a specialist fourth class. 
He has served other veterans as part of the Greater Canton Veterans Council for over 40 years. And John Lay, the Stark County Veteran of the Year, will join us live at 9 o'clock to discuss what it's like to be a veteran, what it was like to serve, um, and just what it was like to be in the military during the Vietnam era. That is an important topic that I want to talk to him about. Many predicted also a, a blue wave, which kind of turned out to be a blue ripple this past Tuesday. It was a blue... It was a blue something. It wasn't a blue wave. Uh, we will take a look back at the midterm elections, what it meant, what it means going forward. Um, and it's funny because while a blue ripple was hap- happening across the nation, there was a blue, there was actually a red wave in Stark County. When you look at how Stark County cast its ballots, how all of us in Stark County cast the ballots, you may be surprised. But there was a, a very decidedly red wave in Stark County. And we'll talk about that. We'll also look at issue one. Um, you know, we tried real hard to give you both sides of issue one here on this show. And uh, I think people listened. I think people made a decision on that. And obviously it went down to defeat in, in a major, major way. I think people were afraid of the... Uh, Changing the Constitution and making it permanent. I think that's the only thing that really drove people to say no on that. The other thing is, Sean, have you ever heard of feng shui? Yes. Isn't it? It's used all the time. Yeah, you know, I need to feng shui my living room yes. or whatever. Decorators use it all the time. Yes. And I've been hearing it more lately. I actually went online, and there were like thousands of websites thousands of sites, feng shui, how to decorate using colors and using this and where you want to put plants and where you want to do this stuff. And and I've actually heard it as far as my house is concerned, people saying, well, you know, feng shui, this, and decorators and things like that. So I decided to go to uh, the uh, an expert uh, to find out. Uh uh, and I chose to ask a man who I know well of Chinese ancestry who has actually studied and been certified uh, in feng shui in Malaysia. Jeff Yang. Actually, feng shui goes back to ancient China and was and still is used in a much more serious manner. Uh, it is more than colors and furniture. And I interviewed Jeff Yang earlier this week, and we're going to play that interview and let you know exactly what feng shui is and supposed to be. Uh, there are many other interesting stories to discuss. We've got so many things to discuss. The Toy Hall of Fame, by the way. Uh, the fire in California that's going on on top of the killings that took place out there, uh, and, and and so much more. We've got sports to talk with David Sheets. We've got uh, J. David Rest is going to give you the live updates on news and everything that's going on. we got so much more. Stay tuned. The week that was, we'll get cranking right after this. Yeah! You know, that commercial, if... 
if I own that truck, that might be cool. If that truck was actually parked next to my house, I'd be a little upset. You know, take that muffler off, yeah. pal. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It is 23 degrees. I never thought I'd say that again. It is 23 degrees outside. 23 degrees. Where have all the flowers gone? Snowfall, Monday evening into Tuesday afternoon will total one to three inches. Today, windy and colder with intervals of cloud and sunshine. I bet there's more cloud than sunshine. High of only 34 degrees. Tonight, low of 18. Oh, it's going to be low of 21, approaching the record low of 18. Tomorrow, high 41 it is winter. Yeah. Bundle up. Now, tomorrow is a special day. Uh, the hundredth year since the armistice that ended the Great War. World War One. The war they thought would be the, the war that ends all wars. Like I said, over 37 million people both servicemen and civilians were estimated to have died in World War One. Veterans Day started out Armistice Day. It was declared in 1919. Um, I, I believe Woodrow Wilson at the time, Congress declared Armistice Day at that time. Um, it's funny because the hostilities of World War One were formally ended on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918. That's when it went into effect. The holiday was changed to Veterans Day in 1954 after World War II. Now, Veterans Day, by the way, is not to be confused with Memorial Day. Memorial Day honors the military veterans who died while in military service. It is also not to be confused with Armed Forces Day, a minor U.S. remembrance that also occurs in May, which honors those currently serving in the U.S. military. It's fascinating to me. Um, I started putting, I, I like word games and putting things in the and I started thinking about it's fascinating to me that the number 11 is so prominent in Veterans Day the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month because we often speak of the 11th hour as the crucial time the last chance this is the 11th hour you know, we have to do something. And we, on this day, we honor millions who answered the calls of so many 11th hour events in our nation's history. In the many 11th hours in the history of this country, so many offered and still offer to step forward and sacrifice all they had and all they have to answer the call. 
I find that kind of fascinating. So tomorrow and today and always, really, we should honor and salute and thank the past and present men and women who have served our country. We don't know them all, but we owe them all. And we should always thank them. And I think, you know, I think that the level of patriotism in this country towards veterans has really come full circle. I see so many people thanking them, picking up lunch for them, picking up coffee for them, uh, thanking them for their service. We've, we've kind of gone full circle with that because during the Vietnam era, and we'll ask John Lay when we talk to him at 9 o'clock, during the Vietnam era, it was kind of a, they were kind of avoided, sometimes mocked. Um, and it's good to see that people honor those who sacrifice so much for us. And not only, di- I'm not only talking about lives, I'm talking about being away from family. Um going overseas, being stationed over there for a while, taking time to be away from just sacrificing so much, even in life, but also putting their lives on the line. Um, Big day tomorrow, the 100th anniversary. Can't believe it's been 100 years. I mean, people look at World War I now like, like I used to look at the Civil War when I was a kid. You know, how long ago was that? And now, now we're looking at World War I as being 100 years. Stay tuned. Uh, the week that was will continue. When we come back, we're going to get into some sports and other things with Dave Sheets. Maybe some toy museum. We'll consider that a sport. Toys. Stay tuned. It sounded the same. Didn't it sound the same? Do you karaoke? <laughs> Do you go out and karaoke? No, I carry no. groceries. Carry groceries. <laughs> Cary Grant. <laughs> wow. You should. You should karaoke. Didn't that sound the same? Well, in your mind it did. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, we have our contest. I'm going to start that right now. Real quick before we get in with Dave. And All right. Dave's going to stay in here, too, by the way. Um, this is for a $50 gift card to Bunker Hill Golf Course again. This is Medina. Now that it's getting cold, um, it's a golf simulator. Oh, it's great. Yeah. You've been there? No, I'm. I'm just saying. It, it, what a concept! I and, know it'd uh, be great, especially you know for the guys who who guys and gals who love to golf but but can't in the wintertime. Yeah, and I I can't golf in the summertime either. So this may be good for me. A golf simulator. So it's uh, good for food, beverages, golf sim, golf simulator, pro shop, whatever. Kenny wrote us. Favorite place. Does to it go. actually hit the ball for you, or no? I hope. <laughs> I hope. In my case, I have to tell you a story real quick. Okay. I went to this place, this cigar bar, mm-hmm. with my brother and my cousins, and they have a golf simulator. Mm-hmm. What and, a great idea! By yeah. The way. And so they they have this golf simulator, and everybody's hitting the ball and everything, and I can't golf at all. Mm-hmm. So I pick up a club, I put a ball on the tee, I hit it. 
I hit a hole in one. <laughs> it goes in. The guy goes, "That's the first hole in one we've ever had." No way. And I said, "He goes, you, well, you are you are you good golfer?" I said, "I never golf. I'm terrible." Uh-huh. And but the ball went right in the hole. Wow, that's great. <laughs> wow. I know. Maybe you should start again. No. <laughs> okay. No, that was a fluke. <laughs> that was a fluke. I. Uh, so anyway, here are the answers to the questions. Later on in the show, I'm going to give you the questions. If you can match them up, uh, you will win. This is random questions. The first answer is Rob and Fab. Rob <laughs> and Fab. Okay. Second answer is Ohio. Third answer is Arnold Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Rob and Fab, Ohio... And Arnold Palmer. Later on in the show, Arnold Palmer's appropriate for this. Um, later on in the show, I'll give you questions. If you can match them up, you get a $50 gift card to Bunker Hill Golf Course in Medina. So, so there's no there's no, there's no, no thread or, there's or no theme There's no rhyme here. nor reason. Rhyme nor reason. Okay. In this. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to get into the games last night. Mm-hmm. Mas- Maslin moved on in spite of Aiden Longwell getting injured. Mm-hmm. Um Apparently, the young man that came in did a pretty good job. He did. Uh, sophomore Zach Catrone. And, and one of the quotes uh, in the paper this morning with uh, Maslin coach Nate Moore said, he did a great job leading our JV to an undefeated season. Wow. You know, not a big kid. Uh, not not as quite as big as uh, Aiden Longwell. A sophomore, right-handed thrower. Uh, came in, and, and they did some, some real soft throws. Or not soft. Easier, easier throws. Uh, some wide-out screens, throwing left and right down mm-hmm. the line of scrimmage, and then hitting hitting wideouts. And then as the game went on, they started throwing the ball downfield a little bit more. Yeah. And he threw one a, a bomb to Jaden Ballard for a touchdown. And then he threw two jump ball throws to Trayvon Morgan in the corner of the end zone that, that wow. resulted in touchdowns. So the kid came in through for three touchdowns. Oh, that's great. So I mean, is he Aiden Longwell? No. But but there aren't many kids who are right now. No, but they got to find a replacement. You for have to find, well and, and we anyway. don't know. And and you and right now it's pretty tight lipped as far as uh, his injury is concerned. I, I heard one uh, one source told me a bruised shoulder. So mm-hmm. you know how, how how bad is that? We don't know. Right. And will he be ready for next Friday? We don't know. Yeah. I mean, you get next man up. Next man up, and that's that's one and of the I things I was Ma- saying last night. I think Maslin's good enough to to overcome. I'll, although Aiden Longwell is very important to his team, I think Maslin has got the overall talent to um, to overcome that. They they were they were shaky again at times. They had three turnovers. Uh, they had twelve penalties for over a hundred wow. yards. But the the thing that was sad is is kind of the way the game ended. Uh, Maslin scored a late touchdown as they were trying to run out the clock, and then there was a, a personal foul on the extra point attempt, and then multiple fouls, m- multiple flags, and and the uh, Whitehall team, the whole team came out on the field, you know, John, and then with about 40-some seconds left, after a long discussion with the officials, they, they called the game. They ended the game. They sent the Whitehall and Maslin off the field. Wow. So I, I hate to see that. Yeah, it's stupid. Really hate to you see know, that. You it, know, yeah. it doesn't – that never solves anything. No. I, never, I never understood uh, – in a game where you can hit somebody as hard as you want mm-hmm. – it it always struck me if I was upset, I would just find you. 
in the next play. On the next play, yeah. And between the whistle, I, I, yeah, I'd clean you, right? Right. You know, yeah. uh, and and just that, that's how you play football. Yeah. And it, it, it's not like another sport where you, you know, you can't retaliate. You mm. can retaliate. You could just do it during the whistle. Right. Absolutely. And, and it was it was sad to see because you know up to that point, you know, White Whitehall was was in there, you know, hanging in there, blow after blow. I mean, they were right there. Mm-hmm. And I think when they realized it was finally over, uh, Masson scoring that clinching touchdown at the end. Uh, you know, they they kind of lost it, and it was sad. Yeah, because it was up until that point. You know, they were they were in there fighting and, and battling, and uh, it, it was just, just. I would just point to the scoreboard. <laughs> well, I, you know, and and the whole line of officials, you know, formed a line as Whitehall was running, you know, running off the field. Maslin kind of went down towards the other far end zone, and then when Whitehall was off the field, they came back over, stood in front of the the band in the stands, and did the alma mater, and then they okay. did their. They did their push-ups there at midfield. Yeah. So. Well, they move on, and yeah. I, I predict it. I think they will, and I think they'll move on again. McKinley, I, I think, had... Uh, they were they were in it early on, right? I think they... And McKinley had... Um, I'll tell you what. Menner's got some defensive ends that, I guess, won't go into Ohio State. He's a beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, They've got some defensive players that mm-hmm. can fly to the football, and they've got some good offensive players. But well, and, you, and when you when you talk about men, or everybody talks about their offense, but apparently their defense is pretty good too. Oh, their defense is really good. Their defense <laughs> is really good. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what? Do I still think if they played ten times that McKinley could win four or five of them? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Um, they they self-destructed mm. and that that's what i was more fearful of than anything i mm-hmm. said they just had to play their game mm-hmm. i mean when they drove the football and wanted to drive down they did great but here's here's how it happened i mean they're down by 11 and a half mm-hmm. and it was really the first half was a tale of nothing more than missed tackles mm. they missed maybe four or five tackles in the first half that cost them that those points mm-hmm. Then in the second half, I said, "Okay, they they get the ball first, kick off, fumbled. Menner mm. gets it, scores. Oh wow! There you go. They kick off again. It drops. Nobody from McKinley goes over and catches. It's like a punt. They just let it lay there. Menner recovers it. Oh goes no! Goes in and scores. <laughs> oh, that's how the game turned. Oh. That's how the game turned. They just they two kickoffs in a row. Yeah, where sure. Menner got the ball. And and took it in and scored and the game was over Ugh. at that point. So it was really self destructive. Right. Um, so, we have, yeah. And East Canton plays tonight. East Canton plays their team that beat them last year. Rematch. Coga Heights. Coga Heights last year had a couple kids that were D one kids mm-hmm. that, that really lit it up. Mm-hmm. Big plays. They couldn't stop them. I think East Canton is much more balanced this year. They've got much more speed at various positions. So I think they're going to be uh it's going to be a good game. I think I think East Canton can match up with them. Oh, I hope I hope they can pull and, off a And win. they want this game. That's a thing. Nobody said when when we when uh Kenny told uh last week when he interviewed uh Spider mm-hmm. on the sidelines mm-hmm. after the game. And he said, well, I don't know who we're playing yet. And he said, Kenny said, well, I think we're playing Cauga Heights. And he said, good. 
<laughs> I mean, instantly good. Right. And then he interviewed one of the players, and, and uh, mm-hmm. he said the same thing. He said, we're looking forward to that one. Absolutely. Yeah, let's hope they can keep it rolling. I think they will. All right, we're going to, uh, I think we got to take a break. Yeah. We'll come back and talk a little bit more with Dave Sheets. And he's going to stick around. You're going to stay. Yeah, sounds good. That's great. All right, we're going to go to Bob real quick. He's got uh, an update on uh, Maslin, don't you, Bob? Yeah, I just I just like to make a comment. And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm for the Stark County teams. I'm a uh, okay. Get to it. We got to we got to hurry. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if you're up at the Maslin game, if you're up to, uh, what twenty seven to or twenty nine to seventeen, and you got you only have seconds left in the game. Why are you trying to score? How do you? How did they ran the ball, didn't they? Yeah. Well, well I mean, why I are mean, you trying to score, Joe? If you're up twelve points and there's seconds running out, and and you expect that there's not going to be any trouble after that? Yeah, I don't think. I mean, if you run the ball. Then the other team helps to stop you. I'm not a big, I'm not, Bob, first of all, I'm not big on, uh, you know, if you're running the football and and the team can't stop you and you happen to score, tough. Well, come on, Joe, you take a knee. You take a knee and show a little, you already got the game won, like the McKinley game. They were down there, and they tried to score with seconds left. I mean, that's Bush. That's Bush League. Okay. I, okay. No, I appreciate Bob. All right. Thanks. Bye. I, I, uh, what do you think about that, Dave? I don't know. I, I questioned it a little bit at the end. They, they, okay. they threw the last touchdown was a pass. Oh, it was. It was, but it was. And they were already ahead. They were was, ahead, and there was it, only seconds left. Well, there was there was forty some seconds, but it was a case where it was fourth down. Uh, I don't think they wanted to kick it because if you kick it, you always have a chance of it getting blocked. Right. And what the, was the score at that time? They were up twelve. Oh well, they they didn't a, matter. And maybe the guys were Bob's probably right. Well, maybe he is. But the thing that I was thinking of, if you go for a field goal. They'll, they they could potentially block it and return it, and then you're an onside kick away from from tying the game up potentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I I mean it's it's possible. Yeah. But it was fourth and long, so I think they they thought that uh, if they ran it, they wouldn't get it for sure. So, so you know it. they threw it. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, you 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 could you could argue both sides. Yeah, I mean Bob has a point. Yeah. And I, I guess, I guess, if I was on the other side, and I was a coach, and there was forty seconds left, and you were already up by twelve, mm-hmm. and you threw the ball for a touchdown with forty seconds left, I guess I'd be a little bit upset. Okay, I might be salty. Yeah, yeah, I have to, I have to, I have to kind of go with Bob on that. All I right. Think. Yeah, not a big deal. I mean. It's high school. <laughs> hey, I, I want to. Um, I, I found something that I thought was interesting. The NCAA is now going to get into. They've they're going to investigate the basketball scandal. The NCAA. Oh, they're going to investigate. Yeah. Now. Okay. Yeah, isn't it kind of like? All right. Wait a minute. This has been going on. You <laughs> under your nose. This has become so firmly entrenched in basketball and somewhat in football. Mm-hmm. 
and now all of a sudden you're going to investigate it <laughs> after the FBI investigated it? Hasn't that ship sailed? <laughs> I think they want to be a part of this. They want to come out. Here, here's the teams. Arizona, Creighton, Kansas, Louisville, LSU, North, North Carolina State, Oklahoma State, and Oregon, and other programs. They're saying up to 100 schools. Wow. Okay. All right. Then, then they get into now they're, uh, they're also adding to this Alabama, Arizona, Cincinnati, Kentucky, Louisville, LSU, Miami, Mississippi State, Oregon, USC, and Xavier. They're going to, the FBI is digging into this now. Mm. So basically, what we're talking about is almost every top school mm-hmm. in the NCAA, mm-hmm. this has been going on for years. Right. Years. Firmly entrenched. And I find it, I found it odd that the NCAA suddenly is going to stick their nose into this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching basketball. No? I'm not watching college basketball. Huh? Are you, you going to watch the tournament? No. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, can I you, don't know. But can you imagine all these schools, how long, if they're going to investigate each of these programs and, and come up with some kind of an, uh, an answer, this could take 10 years. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and you know what? They just want to say they're investigating. Yeah, you're right. They just want to look like, oh. CYA. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's what it sounds like. Uh, it, it definitely is. <laughs> They're saying now we're going to investigate. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be yeah. wonderful. That, uh, thanks. Uh, that 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 ship has already sailed. I know. Hey, sometime. How much time we have, Sean? About two minutes. Well, that's it. Well, all right. Two I'm going to get half, into this nice. with you. I'm going to get in with this. <laughs> it's coming to get in with into you in this with you. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we always talk about the Toy Hall of Fame. Yeah, right. Well, is it time for another no, here's nominating a, list? No, here's oh. the one that got in. They just got just, in. Just one? No, oh, three. That three. Was my question. Just three one? got in. Three yeah. got okay. in. Okay, three got in. And and I don't agree. I, pinball. Pinball. Okay. Probably should have been in a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. You know. Uno. Uno. Uno card game. You know Uno. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Uno. The, and this is the one that I. The Magic Eight Ball. That's the stupidest thing. <laughs> magic eight ball, yeah. The magic eight ball got in. I think not. <laughs> I think the magic eight ball got in because they asked it if it was going to get in. It said yes. So yes, it is true. Or yes. yeah, what, what's it say there? Yes, it's inevitable. Yes, or it's something. likely. It's yes, it's likely. Yeah. Well, yeah. we put the magic eight ball in. Yes, it's likely. All right, it's that's in. good. All right, and, and later on in the show, when we have time, I want to get into with you two. The games you think should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, I also want to talk to you about a, a new board game that I played last weekend when I was away. I want to talk to you about that game. I've, I've got a couple of them that I'll Ooh. share with you. Fun. My favorite is still Risk. Okay. Wow. Old school. We used to play that like all night. It would take oh, all night. Nice. I found an old school Risk board game at an um, antique shop. Everything was there. Wow. Five bucks. Nice. I love Risk. That is a great yes. game. You get to conquer the world. Well, I've got a couple of modern games to share with you that I had a blast with. Okay. And then I'll give you my my toys. Okay. Old school toys. Ball that, and stick. That should right? be. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> the stick. <laughs> stick and wheel. That's John Bozica's line. <laughs> the wheel. The wheel. The wheel and the stick. Hey, when we come back, it's time to... 
uh, honor our veterans, and, and we're going to get with uh, John Lay, who is the uh, Stark County Veteran of the Year. And uh, it's, a, it's an honor to be able to sit down and talk with him about what it was like serving, what it's meant to be uh, serving others for 40, over 40 years, uh, and, and much, much more. He is now a member of the Greater Canton Veterans Council, and uh, that's who gave the award, and the award will be presented tomorrow at 11 a.m. It follows that same theme, the 11th at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. I hope they give it to him on the 11th minute of the 11th hour on the 11th day. That would be great.